You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. Welcome to episode 104. So in the fall, starting with my birthday, I then go into celebrating my dad's birthday a couple of days after, then my son's birthday. Then it seems like most of our friends have kids whose birthdays fall within the month of October, and it's weekend after weekend and gift after gift. And it's a lot of fun, but it can also be really tiring. And that's kind of the season of where I am right now. And while it can be tiring, I'm just taking it as it goes because you will never be any younger than you are right now. That goes for you or your friend's kids or even your own. So just recently we celebrated my son's birthday and it has been so much fun. Sometimes it gets to be a lot, but it's also a lot of fun just to see how excited he is for his birthday. And this year, instead of cooking at home, we just went out to dinner, which is the first time that we did that on his actual birthday. And then for the birthday celebration for his friends, this is the first year that I had absolutely nothing to do with it. After nine long years, I told my husband, tag, you're it, figure it out. I will be letting go, which is really hard for me to do. And I handed the reins over to my husband. And I will say that he did an amazing job. And although it's really easy for me to just say that, like I handed the reins over and he did it, it's really hard to actually have gone through that. Or at one point, it was harder than where it is right now. Now, I'll share with you that I'm the type of person who loves to plan a party, a party anywhere from just a regular birthday party to a wedding to an event. I just love the planning process, and I like for everything to come together when there are common themes woven through, you know, from the invitation to the tablescape and the experience that the guests will have. I just love seeing people's faces and watching everyone have a good time. And when Pinterest first came out, I remember thinking like, where has this been all of my life? And when my son was younger, I would go on Pinterest overload. Like it was just a ridiculous amount of time spent on Pinterest, spent on Google, trying to do the Pinterest perfect party. I remember specifically for his second birthday, it was a construction theme and we had it in our home and that was bananas. And that was the first and last time that we held a party on the inside part of our home because we had just so many kids and they were all little goobers. So they're crawling around and walking around everywhere. And then with, you know, both set of parents and then with the decorations 
It was super cute. But as I look at pictures, while my first inclination is to think, wow, that looks like such a good party. My first actual response was remembering Wow, I was so darn tired during that party because actually I didn't get to enjoy it at all. And while the pictures looked so cute and everything was in yellow and there were little trucks everywhere and everything had a theme like chocolate donuts were supposed to be tires and and it was literally the picture perfect Pinterest party. But I was not the picture perfect Pinterest mom, whatever that's even supposed to be, because while I look at pictures and although, yes, there were some where I was smiling with my son. I don't remember the actual party. I remember the decorations because there were pictures from it, but I don't remember the party and I don't remember being present. And it's because I was so hyper-focused on the decorations, but I was not the mom who was present and really enjoying my child turning two on that day because I was so focused on all of the wrong things, if I'm being honest with you. And thinking back to a lot of other birthday parties, while that one was the last one in our home, you know, when I think of having ones at the farm or having ones at different trampoline and and bouncy places and different things like that, that makes it a little bit easier because other people are really doing the entertaining for you. But when we get so caught up and focused on everything but our kid, you really have to ask yourself, are you really being present for other people or are you being present for your kid? Because yes, the pictures come out amazing and you can't get those moments back. And it's really nice to look back at pictures and see all the faces and all the decorations. However, when it comes down to it, would you rather remember the decorations or would you rather have spent that special time with your kids while they're smiling, while they're having fun? And as I think about some other birthdays, I then remember during the pandemic where we had just a few of our close circle friends just in our yard. There wasn't a lot to do because there was just a couple of people outside. My son at that point was really into uh, Mario Kart and anything Super Mario Brothers related. So we had set up the TV outside so him and his couple of friends can just play games. We ordered food and it was the best party ever. And I actually remember thinking, wow, this is the first party that I am enjoying a thousand percent because I was so present with the people and with my son and with a few guests who were there because it wasn't an overwhelming amount of people either like in past birthdays. So the answer is not don't invite anybody over. (laughs) And the answer is not not to celebrate a birthday because yes, our kids especially deserve to be celebrated. But what I'm really trying to get to is being present for the important things as opposed to putting on this big show and performance where at the end of it, who really is going to remember all of the little details? Are you really trying to impress your guests? And yeah, there's a natural factor of that. But who is most important to impress? The guests? Or is it more important for your kid to have fun on their actual day? So 
as I started off saying here, I had a lot of things at once to juggle. And because I was also celebrating a big birthday, I again told my husband, tag your it. And I let go of the obsession of wanting control over every single detail and letting go the aspect of wanting to be perfect. And letting go of the aspect of, is everybody having a good time? Which again, is very nice and cordial. And there is a level there that we all give into. But then asking yourself, are you having a good time? Is your kid having a good time? And what is it that really matters most? So as we talk about parenting and even past the aspect of birthday parties, remember that there is no such thing as a perfect parent. The main thing that your child is looking for is your time and your attention. And really think about when we place more emphasis on perhaps the money that we're spending or the things that we provide our kids. And there's something to be said for experiences, no doubt about it. But when we focus a lot on monetary value of things, especially at a young age, then we run into the challenge of as our kids get older, it's almost as though we need to surpass the year prior whether it be for a birthday or for any other events. And we want to think about, especially when our kids are younger, what is it that you value? And more importantly, what is it that you want your kids to value? And when you think of that, really weighing out, is it necessary to do all of the things or will they still be okay with some of the smaller versions of the big things? Because then when your child is 10, 15, 20, 25, Will you be able to keep up without doing yourself from the year prior? And more importantly, what is more important? Is it that big toy or big experience? Or again, is it just your time and attention? And while we're thinking about it, I wonder, and I challenge you to think about if really sometimes if we put more emphasis on the monetary things, because sometimes it may be a little bit out of our comfort zones to put forth that time and attention, because you may think to yourself, well, I have all of these things to do. I can't provide the time. I can't get down on the floor and build Legos or build this Barbie house or read a book with my kid or learn how to play Minecraft because I really don't care to learn anyway. We can think about all of those things. And it can be a lot to ask sometimes when they're young. However, if we don't take out the time to do that when they're younger, then where is their focus and time and attention going to go when they are 13, 14, 15, 16 years old in those marvelous middle school years? Then naturally and developmentally, they start looking toward their friends a little bit more. And if we don't have that relationship built already with them, they may never turn back to us to begin with. So I challenge you to think of what is one thing that you can do this week to one, let go of the idea of being the perfect parent and two, just being with your kid one thing, one week at a time, and then turn it into two things. And then perhaps you can grow to at least one thing every single day. And it doesn't have to be hours on end. It could just be for a couple of minutes. And with time, you'll really see the difference and your child will too. 
And if you find yourself getting really frustrated and losing your cool with your child, it's exactly why I created a free gift for you called Talking to Your Kids Without Losing Your Cool. It comes along with the free PDF and videos to help you not only keep your cool, but also redirect and how to speak to your kids to get better results and to focus on first-time listening, as I call it, instead of 10, 20, or 50th time listening. because We know that we've experienced that as well. So you can check that out for free by clicking the link below. So as a reminder, this week we focused on kids, but we don't always. If you felt that this episode was great and you want to share it with another mom or dad friend, please be sure to do so. And if this episode wasn't for you, come back next week because it'll be completely different. Thanks so much for tuning in and I invite you to stick around for the short guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, I'd like to invite you on this imagination journey. Take this moment and just imagine what the perfect parent looks like in your mind. Imagine their gender. Imagine how they physically look like, the clothes you're wearing, how they're put together or not. Imagine how they talk to their kids. Imagine how they interact with other people in their household or outside of their household and how they show up in other places like work, at the supermarket, at play dates, or just when they're having some me time. Thinking again of that perfect parent picture Think about the activities that they do for their kids and the activities that they do with their kids. And then think about who their children are and how would they react to this perfect parent? Is that what the kids are looking for? Is that what they actually want and need? Or when you strip away the look of this parent, this parent's job, their titles, their wins, their trophies, their acknowledgements, all of the extra things that this parent may be involved in and maybe has won in the past and all of the things that they spend their time on. If you take all that away and even the title of perfect parent, and if you just picture a parent with their child, is that what the kids actually want. Do they want someone who is always put together or do they just want someone to love them, to give them time, to give them attention and to learn a little bit more about their favorite things and actually listen to them as they speak. As you continue breathing through this imagination journey, I invite you to imagine yourself spending more time with your kids. What needs to happen in order for that to become a realistic option? As you reflect on this idea, remember that your kids just want you. And if you're not exactly sure what it is that they want, have a conversation with them and ask them, put the phone away and spend a little bit more time with your authentic self and you may get to know yourself and your kids a little bit more. Have a great week. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.